my life is like if if I was in Fight Club, but it was a rom-com, and then at the end of the movie, you realize that I just made up my romantic interest, and I'm crazy. I want to make that movie. That's like the most confusing thing you've ever said to me, I think. Makes sense, though, right? In the end, yeah, I got around. It's like, it's a whole rom-com, and then at the end, you're like, she imagined the whole thing. She made it up. You should you should make that. I would watch that. <laughs> All right. Hello. You're a genius. Thank you. Someone get me hooked up to some sort of person who works in the film industry yeah i want to make that and i have a lot of other movie ideas i know you do and they're all good like i don't yeah i'm like should you just be a screenwriter i don't know (sighs) i think so i just want to be the idea person is that a thing like i don't know how to write these Mm. and nor do i necessarily want to learn so you're like a director yeah or but i guess i have to know like shots for that right like angles I kind of. No. That's a cinematographer. Ugh. You could just have yeah, to say, "I want the scene to be like this. I want it to. I want the film to look this way." And I okay. And then you hire people to make that happen. You don't actually do it. So directing is like super easy. You just literally are telling people what to do. <laughs> That's what directing is. Okay. I'm really good at that. Uh, yeah, I think I think you would excel. All right. This is why I wish I was a nepotism baby because it would be so easy. You could just do it. Be like, I would just tell my I want papa. to be a director. <laughs> Give me and he would cast go, and crew. He, he, yeah, he has like Martin Scorsese on speed dial, and he hooks me up with all his people so I can make a, a Scorsese style rom com. Yes, <laughs> incredible. A, a gay, a gay gang rom com. <laughs> <laughs> yes i'll consult him and then i'll consult nora efron i think she's dead oh but i would consult her via seance <laughs> or something again easily achieved because you like probably have i know people you know people you have the connections so why can't we all be ne- why can't we all be famous why can't we all be famous yeah I mean, really, the word you're looking for is rich. Yes. Thank you. So that's what I'm looking for. Rich. Rich. That's the dream. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I could work really hard and maybe get there, but. But then what if I don't? I don't think. Yeah. I don't think anyone has respect for people with work ethics like like mine. (laughs) You know, it's like. You hear about these people, these stars, and they're like, they were on their last dime, and then they finally auditioned for this movie, and they got it, and that was their big break. They'd been working for this for 25 years, blah, 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 blah. Imagine being like, you like that movie? Well, the director is just some bitch who didn't even put any effort into it. She just thought of this and wrote it down and tried to do it. But nobody, that's the thing, is like, nobody understands, like what a director is essentially they're like oh directed by this person i mean it i'm sure it is actually a lot of work 
It is. But to simplify it the way we are, it does sound like not very much. But most people wouldn't think of it that way. (laughs) They'd be like, oh, my God. (gasps) She's the director? Big deal. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. I just think they wouldn't have any respect for me. Even if they were like, wow, director. They would... The public. Why would... They would go... This girl... I think they would. Well, maybe. I think... I think maybe some of them would be like, oh, she's just like me. She had an idea and she went for it and she had no background. Exactly. And she's, I like that. And she's a girl boss and she put her, she set her mind to it and boom. Or they would be like, this girl has no background in this. She is stupid. Or, but that's not something to worry myself with. Or they would be like, this yeah. girl has no background in this. She's a genius. Wow. I love your positive twist on things. <laughs> Thank you. I gotta I gotta keep you around a little more. Yeah. I've been working on it with my you whole life. Really? To be this positive, yeah. Well it's doing you're doing good. I'm a it's I'm working. a former pessimist. Oh, <gasps> A reformed pessimist. Mm. Yes. Same girl. I mean, not really. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, cool. I'll be a director. Yeah, okay. There's just so many things I want to... You know when you're just like, I want to do so many things. I know. But I only have one life. Like, this is not fair. I know. I'm like, I want to be a musician. I want to be a fashion designer. I want to be a director. Yeah, I want to be, be a, an actress. I want to be a model. I want, I want to, to be, be a cat. I want to be a cat. I want to be a professor, an academic. You do? Sometimes. I think that you're in the wrong mental space when you think that. I'll say that right now. I, I think, think you're yeah, almost, that's definitely I think like maybe, a low point. That's when I'm no, like... I was going to say you're like almost too mentally stable. You know, where oh. it's like you feel so good about yourself and then you're like, I'm going to love That's this. True. That's true. I'm like, like I, I think you live a normal it. life. I'm like, I can be a normal person, <laughs> but you can't. And I'm here to but I can't. That. But the reality is that I can't. And you're absolutely right. My family history, you know, has written that story already that we can't live a normal life and Jesus. work jobs. That's not. This hasn't happened for the Brissons in a like long time. You, you would actually hate being a professor because you would have to go in front of a class and teach. Like, I don't know if you want to yeah. do that. And then also, they're going to be like. I don't mind it, though, I think. Like, it, well, just, it would have to be. What about the be... research part? They're going to be like, give us research all the time. What are you doing? Like, you need to work, 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 work. Well, philosophical research is different than. Oh research, yeah, that's true. What are you even doing? Just thinking? Is that the You're research? Reading, you read other people's papers and theories and be like, well, I actually think this. <laughs> okay, so the research is just thinking. It is. It reading. do just be thinking things. Wow. And then you say, and then you say, well, I am thinking that you're wrong. Good for you. Love it. So, I don't know. I'm. I know that it's like. You know what? That'd be cool if you're a professor. Don't let me no hold you. Back. That's just me trying to be practical with my with my goals. You know, I'm yeah. like that's like a kind of a normal person job that I could maybe do, and maybe I wouldn't want to kill myself like every day. Mm. I maybe like have a suicidal thought like once a week. 
Okay, if I was a professor, I don't want to kill myself. I hate academia. Yeah, see me, I'm just like, like, I love learning, you know? Oh my God, (laughs) shut up. (laughs) (laughs) But I get what you're saying. Sometimes I think, I like one time I was like, um... (laughs) I'm going to be a dentist. Uh, what? Uh, ew. <laughs> That's gross. I hate going to the dentist. Why did I think that? And like, you want to, what, you want to have your little fingers in people's mouths all day? Yeah. What is that, a fetish, you freak? <laughs> Dentists and dental hygienists, y'all are Nasty. fucking freaks. Y'all are freaks, okay? And I see right through you. Get a job. You're getting paid to be freaks, I'm kink shaming now. On one hand, that is smart. On one hand, I appreciate like it, it is smart that you're doing what you love and getting paid for it. Yeah. But on the other hand, I hate you. Disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like one time, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna be a doctor. A doctor, girl. You have a hand tremor. Like, what? What would you get done?" <laughs> what? <laughs> I know. When I like, for some reason, I think most people would have the opposite reaction but when i started watching like gray's anatomy in high school i was like should i be a doctor a uh, surgeon so many people in my high school did that and then they all went but, to nursing school but it's so traumatic and i'm like why did i want to do that like yeah why why do you I want to hate I your do life i don't want to be personally responsible for someone else's life i know no, and also, thank you so many years of school so, so competitive many. So difficult. And such a, like, I don't know. Maybe this is, I don't want to hang around doctors or go to, like, doctor school. Whatever you call it. Doctor (laughs) school. And I don't want to go to professor school because they're all just annoying. And they're all pretentious. (laughs) That's funny. Um, Yeah, They're all just pretentious. That's what. That's what I don't like about maybe that's wanting I, to do that same, because I that's hate the main reason hanging out with those people a lot of the time. Like they just then, they just open their mouths so that someone to just hear how smart they are, and hopefully someone will be like, "Wow, you're genius." You're yeah, a hero. it's like bruh. It's like okay, and I've like, taught this course no. fifty times. You're not just special. like yeah. Not, yeah, not my I crowd. I just like, I like that I've had a few professors that, you know, I really liked and really helped me in my academic oh. journey. And I would love to be mm-hmm, that, that person for somebody. I respect professors. I respect doctors. I respect dentists. Yes, even yes, though yes. it might not sound like I do. I don't respect dentists. I'll say that uh, yeah. right now. Honestly, let's be honest. I don't respect dentists. Yeah. But doctors and professors. Because you're sure. doing great work. I just never want to have a personal conversation with you. <laughs> True. Unless I love you. Unless like we're friends or something and you're cool. Yeah, unless but. you're actually like a cool person. But yeah, I think yeah. on average, I'm not going to get along with most not of these people. You out. Yeah, but sometimes. But it would be cool if, like, your friend was a doctor, because then, like, they would like hook you up with stuff, or at least, at the very least, they have a nice house and they invite you over for nice dinner parties. Yeah, that's what I think about every time I and my friend. He's probably gonna hear this because I think he, he listens to this podcast. I just think he wants to be a doctor, and I just think, wow, when we're older, we're gonna still be friends, and he's just gonna have like. 
a lit house and I'm going to be able to yeah. come over. And he's going to be like, you want mm-hmm. Brita water? And I'm going to be like, you're crazy. You're amazing. I don't know why Brita water is the you're most expensive thing I can friend. think of. Yeah. Yeah. But, it's like, do you want some or, Perrier? Yeah. Yeah. And he's going to be like, do you want to go into the movie room or something? It's going to be like a oh massive screen. God. And going to be like, this is awesome. I'm so glad you stuck with this. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I will it. be friends with some doctors. If there is something in it for me. <laughs> yeah, that's really what we're getting down to. We're like, we want to either be rich or be friends with rich people. That's literally what it's all about. That's life, baby. That's that's, that's the, life. That's what life is that's all about. That's what we're all striving for, no? A fun, easygoing life with not a care in the world. Just trying to skate by with the least amount of work as possible. Yeah, I'm trying to float. Mm-hmm. Float through life. Exactly. All right. Um, you know what? You when want- I think about directing movies, sorry to cut you off. No, go ahead. I think that my movies would be uh, hated by all. And I I think if I were to watch a movie I directed, I might hate it. Because I, you know what it, my ideas remind me of? They remind me of fucking Judd Apatow movies. And I hate that guy. I hate him. I have to say... I don't- I do not like Judd Apatow. What I don't know, did he make? He I don't even know. Knocked Up, This oh. is 40. Um, those are the only ones I've watched, and I was like, I hate this so much. It's just, I. this man puts his real-life wife and his real-life kids in his movies, and then the entire movie is like, the male character he's married to his real life wife being like, I fucking hate marriage and I hate my wife, but I love her, but I hate it. And I want to kill myself because I hate being a family man, but ha ha ha. Like this is life. You just got to do it. Right. Everyone hates marriage. Is, I don't think you would make movies like this. True. I wouldn't. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> what? Like I'm, I'm like, yeah, I understand why you hate that, but that your, your you know, movies are he just has like, like silly movies, and then I'm like, I, I have right. silly movies in my brain, but he has movies that are so layered with sexism, and I don't like it. And he looks like a nice um, guy. That's the thing, but I don't know if he really is. Based on his movies no. alone, I think he's a, the worst person ever. But yeah, I agree. He's married to Leslie Mann, and she's a wonderful woman, and I'm like. They seem to be happy, question mark. But I don't know. Based on his movies, if that's a reflection like, of his marriage, yeah. I mean, they're miserable. They hate each other. It's a cry for help. Yeah. That's what it is. Like, that's all his movies are like, <laughs> you're going to hate your partner. You're, when you get married, you're tied down for life. You have no life. Your life is your wife. <laughs> and I'm like, that's terrible. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's so sad when your life is a beautiful woman. Yeah, like that's like such a like mid two thousands thing where it's like <laughs> my wife, right? <laughs> she loves me. I hate it. Yeah, it's like, like the wife just comes up. in with like a bowl of soup for him during like uh, an office meeting, and he's like, "Can you not come into my man cave and shower me with love? This is literally suffocating." And I wish I was with my bros, but I'm not because I decided to have kids with you at eighteen. That was way too early, and I just felt pressured to marry you. Okay, uh, now get out oh, of this my is room. Stressing me out. Yeah, the, his movie stressed me it's out, making me anxious. Yeah, but no, I think your movies would be way better, and I think. I think maybe 
what could happen if you are insisting that people wouldn't like your movies then i go okay even if they didn't like them when they came out cult yeah. you would have like a cult classic situation nice. like jennifer's body when like you know a few years later people are like oh my god like this was so misunderstood at the time but now it's perfect i don't think hmm okay I don't think a Jimmy Buffett musical would be misunderstood. And Okay, well, you don't have to make every idea you have also. Um, okay. You need to save that for when you're, like, already really, really famous. Old, really old. And you're, like, kind of, people are already kind of, like, oh, what's she going to do? And then you're, like, ha-ha, I'm going to do a fucking Jimmy Buffett musical, yeah. bitches. And they're, like, she's crazy. Crazy, but we love her because she made classics, so she can do anything she exactly. wants. That's like yes. when Al Pacino was like in Jack and Jill with Adam Sandler. People were like, "This guy's a exactly. legend. They're we like, kind of just right. have to let him do it." He's being sure, silly, sure. You know, yeah, that's good. I'll, I'll save it. I'll pocket it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Speaking of Judd Apatow, this is a nice segue into the movie that I chose. Oh my god! I really. You know what? You said you didn't even know Judd Apatow. I know, but well, now that you've said it, I do. But okay, okay. Well, you can make Lay it you on can me. come to your own conclusion about him. Like I don't want to, like. Uh, no, I like I've definitely it. seen movies like this. I don't okay, know because he did like actual... okay. Forty year old virgin was kind of funny. Yeah, it was. Okay, some of the stuff he's worked on is funny. I'll give him that. Jesus Christ. Okay, fine. <laughs> glad we're watching this kind of silly movie though fine but at least knocked up and this is 40 it made me want to kill myself now so i don't have to experience marriage worth of resentful husband so anyways okay okay so i picked i've picked forgetting sarah marshall i hate this movie i've never seen it though i already know that i don't like it i don't know why Who's in it? This, sorry, this movie just, I have, I've seen it so many times. Like, not, 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 I've never seen the movie. I've seen right. it. Me neither. You know, advertised, it's been on Netflix mm-hmm. or whatever, and they're like, mm-hmm. recommended for you. I'm like, bitch, don't put that nasty shit in my face. Like, <laughs> I feel offended when I get this I recommended am? to me. It looks cheap and dirty and sleazy, and I hate it. And it makes me very, very angry. So I picked it because I'm it letting is. out some anger and I'm trying to and blow maybe off it'll some go steam. To hell. And maybe it'll go. You know what? I literally picked it because I was like, I want to prove that this movie is bad. I have an inkling that it might be sh- the, just the shittiest movie. Let's see. So, yeah. 2008, like it came out. It's directed by Nicholas Stoller, but it was produced by Apatow, like, films or whatever. And I was like, oh, uh, God. So, of co- when I saw that, I literally made a sound like, oh, come on. Like, I was like, <laughs> I was like, you gotta be kidding oh, me. Oh, my God. Because, of course, Judd Apatow is tied to this film in some way. That's yeah, why I hate it. It makes I sense. I can smell him from a mile away. I know. I think like I've seen movies that aren't like di- like directly by him, but they they have he's something associated to with do it. with him. He is you know? just well, he's even in the near vicinity of a movie. I can tell, and it Same. disgusts me. 
I like his daughters though. I think they're really sweet and they have cute names. Iris yes. and Maud. Maud, like, love cool. her. And Maud's in uh, Euphoria. Yeah. So I'm like, cool. But your dad seems like the fucking worst. <laughs> <laughs> okay, give you're me, great. But give, me, give me synopsis. Okay, right the synopsis of Forgetting Sarah Marshall. What do you think it's about, actually? I think. I don't know. It's probably like. It's something to do with a vacation. They break up. Yeah, it's a and beach they go movie. On a vacation. I picked a beach movie. Yeah, it's a beach movie. It's not a beach drama. It's a beach movie. It is you a know? beach romance comedy. Yeah. It is a whopping hour and 51 minutes for why, I ask. Ew. I don't think you need to be that close to two hours for, for forgetting little... Sarah Marshall. Yeah. Ridiculous. And I am just getting even more livid now that I'm just seeing things. I did absolutely no research before this because it I couldn't do it. It made right. me upset. So It's understandable. The synopsis is... A struggling musician, Peter Bretter, played by Jason Siegel, is better known as the boyfriend of TV star Sarah Marshall, played by Kristen Bell. After she unceremoniously dumps him, he feels lost and alone, but makes a last-ditch bid to get over it by going to Hawaii. However, she and her new boyfriend, Russell Brand. Okay, yes, this is the movie that I was thinking of. Okay, I wasn't (laughs) sure if I was mixing it up with some other fucking stupid movie, but yes. That's what I was thinking about. No, I haven't seen it, but I've like like been aware of it for so long. I was born with the awareness of forgetting Sarah Marshall, even though Same. I I was born nine years before this. <laughs> yeah, out. it's crazy. I knew it was gonna happen. It's like the U two album that was like put on everybody's <gasps> phones. <laughs> yeah, this is that Everyone, movie. Like I just know about it. I was like, for some reason, I'm getting like Russell Brand. I'm getting. I want to forget Sarah Marshall. I'm getting Let like Mila Kunis. Her. Like I don't. Mila Kunis it. I know. Mila Kunis, Russell Brand, Jason Siegel. And then Kristen it's like this Bell. weird, like, I know it's like Fuck. this weird, like, competitive couple thing, right? Wow. When they're like, How do you we're know hotter, this? better I than I didn't you. even know that. That's the vibe. That's the vibe I get. Oh my God, you're a genius. Thank you. I think you have, like, spiritual powers or something, because that's. I do. Spot on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, shut up. Um, <laughs> that should so, be a swear word, Judd. Like it literally sounds like a slur. It is, and it should be Judd. <laughs> My hatred, Judd. You, <laughs> you're. You know what? You're fucking Judder. You're. You're just. You're. Dude, you're judding my vibes so you're hard. You're totally judding me right now. Yeah, dude, this guy just judded me. That means he he did something to you that just got you so mad about your future marriage. <laughs> that makes sense. When your friends yeah. like, wow, imagine like only sleeping with like one person for the rest of your life and then I'm like, you're like dude don't judge my vibe you totally judded me judded me yeah you know i'm in a committed relationship <laughs> <laughs> you know i want to get married 
Or like when someone's like, marriage is a scam and it's stupid. I'm like, dude, seriously, you're kind of jutting out right now. Yeah, stop with the fucking jutting. Like, nobody I hate cares. Judders. So, <laughs> that's the title <laughs> of the episode. <laughs> so true. Jutting. Um, the rest of the cast is crazy. And uh, they should have made these the main characters because what the fuck? I would have actually watched it immediately. Well, hey, hey. Jonah Hill. I like, I just want to say I like Kristen Bell a lot okay, for fine. some reason. Yeah. And you know what? Jason Segel's fine, but the more stuff I see him in, the more I'm like, <laughs> I think you're misogynistic. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> you know? Definitely. Like, I just saw him in like, How I Met Your Mother, and I was like, oh, sweet teddy bear guy. But then I see him in other movies, and I'm like, hmm. <laughs> I don't know. You seem to play like kind of maybe shitty characters who are supposed to be lovable, but yeah, he is a judder. He's just way too closely associated with Judd Apatow. He kind of is like ruined for me by association. Um, And Neil Kudis is fine, but like Russell Brand Mm -hmm. is literally the devil incarnate. I have no trust for that man. It's hard to argue that. He literally, his eyes, I feel like he's... Like, I'm, like, making a deal with the devil if I look too closely at him. It's like, the devil's going to take my soul. He scares me. He's my, like, biggest fear. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I'm, I'm, I'm learning so much about you. Every Come time on. I do this, I feel like I learn something. I know. I, I, um, I learn stuff about myself every day, too. Like... What you, yeah. you, you can't just be ambivalent and, and on Russell no, Brand. No, I don't really like him, but I've also never watched anything with him in it. I don't think. Mm, I think I've so. Watched I think like I've one just thing. I've been lucky and I've avoided. Yeah, it's a blessed life. Yeah, but I okay, yeah so I do think he's scary for sure. Like I understand your fear. The rest of the cast is stunning. What the f- actual f? Um, so Paul Rudd, uh, cutie, Jonah Hill, love him. Yes. Bill Hader. Oh, am God. Yes. Jason Bateman. Yeah. Christian Wig. Goddamn. Yeah, this is That's a hard-hitting cast. This is a good cast. And I am like, God damn it, I hate you. Judd Apatow, because you put people I like in your movies, and you bait me. You just, you, you, you Justin Bateman me. Is that what his name is? Is it Justin? Jason. Jason. <laughs> Ew. Justin. I knew that sounded bad. All right. So it has an oh incredible God. 83% on Rotten Tomatoes, which I refuse to believe. What? Um, yeah, I know. It is upsetting me, because I really don't want to like this movie. Uh and you know they say you should go into things like unbiased or whatever, but I Impossible. believe when bias is Judd what is makes a world involved. go around. Yeah, exactly. It has <laughs> a th- what what rating do you think it has on Letterboxd? Well, I know it's three point something because you started saying, <laughs> um, okay. which is which is shocking. That. Which is great. Three point three. What? Whoa! <laughs> Way too high. That's a really like high for like so a silly much. little rom com. Like silly stupid Judd Apatow movie got big numbers. What? I don't get it. 
So I realize this intro is so long because I'm absolutely livid. I'm going to read you a few Letterboxd reviews. Okay. And we'll wrap this up. 3.3. Who, who would have thunk? So based on these reviews, a lot of penis stuff in this movie. So oh. get ready for that. It's good okay, that we got I that happen warning. to think that penis jokes are funny, unfortunately. So, oh no, um, like frontal shots. I think. Oh, we get we get to see yeah. a penis, which is exciting because you don't see that a lot. Actually, exactly. On I'm film. looking forward to this. I, you know, I always say we need to see <laughs> I, more penises. We need to see more penises on film. We see boobs. We see we bums. See, where the we penises? see even Ooh. vaginas. Yeah, but we don't ever see. A, penis. a full frontal dick on screen, and we need to see more of it. Um, okay, so this person said, I did not need that many penis shots, but okay, Jason Siegel, whatever you say. And they gave it three and a half stars. What? Whoa. Three and a half? This other reviewer said, raise your hand if the first penis you ever saw belonged to Jason Siegel. I gave this movie four stars. Four stars? <laughs> I am bamboozled. I'm at a loss for words, but I'm not. I'm like scared that we're this. gonna like this. I know we can't. Promise me. <laughs> I'm not Biggie, promise, promise me. <laughs> I know. I, I need can't to give my own myself. I know. Okay. <laughs> this person gave it three and a half stars and said, "You can forget Sarah Marshall, but you'll never forget these nuts." Oh. <laughs> That made me laugh, I have to say. So true. Yeah. Um, someone said it's a classic comedy of my youth. All performances. There are laughs throughout. Perfect cast. Music. Just awesome. Bill Hader, Paul Rudd, and Jonah Hill in the same movie. They get four stars. Whoa. Um, oh, no. What if it's actually funny? Yeah, I know. This person gave it four stars and said they rarely review movies like this. So they're like, I don't even know how to review this, but I had a great time and it was way funnier than expected. A really fun change of pace. That's what my review. Fuck? Jonah Hill is super funny. What oh. the hell, guys? Please. I really thought they would all be on my side. I thought I'd go to Letterboxd and people would be like, you're right. This is stupid. But they're all turning their backs on me. Wow, it's crazy. just when you need them. I know. I was like, guys, I really needed you right now. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, let's forget. That's do forgetting this. Sarah Marshall. I wish I could forget this movie, and I hope to God someday I can. All right, let's. All right, let's see if it's as bad as I think it's gonna be. Jesus, I just am so scared of liking this. Same. <sighs> okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. Well, what the actual fuck? That was a bust. <laughs> Mission unaccomplished. Damn it. Yeah. Fuck. I really thought I hate this. That we, we like, I hate that we enjoy movies. <laughs> Such a curse. <laughs> Such a curse. Listen. Okay. Just to recap, folks. This movie this movie is about <laughs> it's about this man who's a struggling musician who goes away to Hawaii after his actress girlfriend breaks up with him and 
he's trying to just get away and forget it all. But the, he ends up at the same resort as her and her new beau, who she actually was cheating on with him with for a whole year, which is incredible and yep. bad. Um, but then he meets Mila Kunis who works there and he kind of falls for her. And then it's just kind of this weird, um, they keep running into each other as couples and it's like this tension and that's the whole yeah. movie. Nothing really happens in this movie. Like plot line wise, if you had to sum up like what's happening, you're like, okay, well, it's just the synopsis. Yeah, it's just like, okay. <laughs> and then we find out Russell Brand up. has genital herpes and like that's about it. Yeah, and then <laughs> Russell Brand's like, uh, fuck this, I'm leaving. And then it's like, yeah, Sarah is kind of a bad person. And, and then Sarah Marshall's knew. like, please take She's me like, back, I miss you, Peter. I love you, take me back. Gonna, and he like almost does, but not quite. But made blowjob, he's like, no, I can't do this, which is actually really incredible. It's really incredible. And he couldn't even get hard, which is, awesome. wow, that says a lot. That's um, beautiful. Yeah, and then he tells Mila Kunis this, and she's like, fuck you, get out of here. And he's like, all right. You were going back to your ex? Nuh-uh, leave. So he, like, leaves. Literally does. He leaves. And goes back home. And he goes back home. And he gets his life together as a little single man, and he He writes a musical. Can we We need to talk about that. The whole thing for me is the fact that that's where this movie was going the whole time. (laughs) The Dracula musical. The Dracula (gasps) musical. The Dracula puppet musical. I know. I hate. That's like the big event at the end that we're like, wow, amazing. So proud of you, Peter. I hate to say it, but it's genius. That musical was genius. I was watching it it and I I was like, I would pay good money to go see this. This is funny. It was funny. And like how they were like, all the puppeteers were just like kind of out in the open and they weren't really trying to hide them. It was so funny. Yeah. Do you want to hear Pern? It was incredible. Pern? Do you want to hear Fern? Pern Fur? Pern. Fern purring? Sure. You'll hear it in the edit. Right. I'll hear it when I'm editing. Yeah. Can't wait. Okay, cool. I don't know. Maybe you'll get that. Maybe it'll just be like silent. <laughs> Sounds like Chris Um, Yeah, that Dracula musical, I was like, God damn it. This is funny and smart and genius. And it's good music too. Shit. It's good musical yeah, music. Was, yeah. It was so stupid. Like, I just couldn't get over that, like, the writers of this movie just, like, that's where they went with it. (laughs) Yeah, okay. I just can't. I see what you're saying. You're like, wow, this is what we, this is where we wanted the plot to go. This is what we've been working for. This is is what we've been working towards this this entire time. the payoff. Yeah. Yeah, the payoff is a a Dracula puppet musical, which for me is payoff. It did it for me. It, I was very uh, pleasantly surprised. It's like we're reviewing the musical and not the movie. I know. Um, but you know what I hate? I but took, I was. I was surprised I was by also, the, yeah. the musical. And I was like, damn, this is actually kind of good. Because when he first sang that song in the bar in Hawaii, was I was bad. like, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> this is really embarrassing. Are you not embarrassed? He did the Dracula voice and everything. It was insane. Yeah. This he was like, yeah, I have a Dracula musical thing I want to do, and then Mila Kunis is like, do it on stage, 
and he did it. She was and like, it was I'm depressing. actually forcing you to. It was, yeah. it was depressing as hell. But then at the end, it's like, oh, I like this. This ain't so bad. And she loved it, though, the first time. I know. Isn't that so sweet? She was like, this is great, and you did an amazing job. I love that. Um, go for it. She's like, why don't you just do it? That's how you know you love He's someone. Like, uh, when they make something terrible and you're like, oh my God. It's great. I love it. It's amazing. And Sarah Marshall never liked his Dracula shit. Exactly. She was like, I don't get it. She has I'm no sure taste. It's good, but I just don't get it. It's like, uh, okay. What do you mean you don't get bitch. it? He's, he doesn't die and he's, he's been alive Dracula. forever and everyone's scared of him and he can't find love. That's so depressing. Yeah, that is really depressing. Every time he gets close to a woman, he sucks her blood out and kills her. It was like literally Twilight, though. I know. <laughs> when did Twilight come because, out? Well, the books came out yeah. before the movie, obviously. And the, well, the movie came out in 2008 or 2009. Um, so I don't know. The Twilight, Twilight frenzy was probably already happening book, yeah. when this movie 2005, came out. Like, 2005, 2006, just, 2007. I was just going to say, like, even at the end of the Dracula musical, when the girl gets pregnant with the vampire babies. <laughs> it's just like Twilight. That literally happens in Twilight. Oh, my God. Spoiler. <laughs> I think you're supposed to say spoiler like, oh before God. the spoiler. But Sorry. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> I know. I was pleasantly surprised by the Dracula musical. And I was pleasantly surprised by this fucking movie. The movie. I know. I was like, how do I explain this to our, our listeners? I After they just heard me go off on Judd Apatow and all his movies for 20 minutes, and then I come back. And they were like, I take it back. I come back tail in between my legs saying, you know what? To retract our statement. I kind of like this movie. I thought it was a hole in fucking one when I picked this movie. It came to me like a vision in an aisle of a grocery store. I was like, it just dawned on me. And I was like, because I was trying to figure out a beach movie that's bad. And I was like, what are the bad beach movies? Like, I need to think of something. And then Forgetting Sarah Marshall dawned on me. And I literally was like, this is like a gift from God. It was like seeing Angel Gabriel. Um, he was right. like, here you go, forgetting Sarah Marshall. And I said, thank you. This is this movie's going to go to hell. And fucking didn't. I can't, I could no, not have we foreseen this. a lot. I laughed the entire time. I was giggling. I have to say, I was giggling. It gig- was funny. This movie made me giggle. Okay? And you know what? It didn't have a lot of jutting in it. I think that's why it I didn't. liked it so much. There wasn't a lot of women hatred. Very it was just like minimal sexism. Silly little rom-com. Minimal misogyny. And like, ugh, If women, anything, right? it was sexist towards men because Russell Brand's character <laughs> was very insane. St- stereotypically. And made me not like men. <laughs> men. But he was like... I mean, really I already, nice you know. at the beginning, and like he was weirdly, such a nice, like chill guy, and then he slowly devolves into this like horrible person. That's how it always happens. Upsetting to watch, <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, I can just like fuck people whenever I want." That was and me and my no first deal, relationship. Right? I was like, "Whoa, you're such a nice, sweet man," and now you're just slowly devolving into this oh fuck machine same. monster. <laughs> Oh my god yeah so been there done that um 
yeah, I wrote... We've all seen men devolve into terrible human beings while while we're with them. Yeah. I wrote notes on this movie because I was like, okay, there's going to be so many bad things about this movie that I'm going to have to write down. Fucking idiot. I was so naive. So we should have first... we should have known. We should have trusted the letterboxed reviews. I know. We know was, that I... we are the people and if mostly people are enjoying it then, then we probably are probably going to in enjoy the majority, it. We're not we special. Are, yeah, we're not like we're not not like other girls. We're exactly we're like just, them. You were exactly like everybody else. <sighs> I know I wanted to be different and be like, you so, know what? As a film critic, I hate this, but... A film critic, yeah. As a human being, I love this movie. (laughs) Yeah. I would watch this movie again. Same. It was just... It was very fun, And it was like a good time. For a minute, I forgot all the woes in my life. Yeah. I was like very immersed in it. And an hour and 15 minutes, it didn't even feel that long. No, it didn't. I was like, this is fine. And for the amount or like the lack of... Uh, stuff that happens in that movie it's pretty incredible that it went by like kind yeah of quickly. It, it keeps your attention yeah. it's all about the all about the characters exactly i was very invested in jason siegel's character obviously but i mean yeah, like, i was like really... i i'm like you're really fucking weird and i kind of don't like you but i you don't deserve I fell in this. Love with him. you know you fell in love with him <laughs> don't Say it back to me like that. Making me feel insecure. <laughs> Jesus. That's funny because um He's similar to point, the uh, at some point in oh. um the movie, I was just looking at him and I was like, why would they ever like cast this guy as like a <laughs> a love interest? Like I'm like, he's literally not hot. Like I was literally sitting there thinking like He's such an average looking guy. Like, I know. He's just. How? He has, he's like, just some guy. He has no jawline. His, his neck goes like how directly into his face. I'm sorry. Okay, he's no Timothy Chalamet, but like. Okay. I know I'm being mean, but that's just an honest thought that I had. And wow, I just like the contrast I... between you and I. It's incredible that. I do like him because in a way I shouldn't. Yeah. I don't know. Like, you you know, but mm-hmm. I think I love that he's like so passionate about his like musical and I love that he hates his life and like almost wants to kill himself at one point. Like, I think that's right. great. Yeah. I think it's good to have some self-awareness that you're like <laughs> unhappy and don't like yourself. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I did think he's obviously funny, and I loved the little and he's funny yeah. self hatred song that he was singing Dude, at the end. The I the don't psych- want to see a psychiatrist. The, you song? need to go see one. I don't want to go. I don't want to. I hate the psychiatrist, <laughs> but you still need Just, to go. I don't want to go. It was like so funny. I loved that. Yeah. So the person who made the songs for this movie. Amazing Good work. Job. Yeah. So, yeah, I did. I have to say that, you know, he got me. Because he's just... I think he's just dependable and reliable. 
you know? Yeah. He's honest. He's not going to, like, go around your back or, like, beat around the bush or be weird about things and, like, mm-hmm. sketchy. I, did, I really, I thought he was very good at communicating. He was like, yeah. hey. Which is rare had, in a rom-com. Yeah, he was like, hey, I had a really good time with you. I love spending I like time you. with you. you should seem, yeah. Yeah, and then and like, as soon as that thing with Sarah happened where she tried to, you know, suck his dick, he was like, yeah. hey, Rachel, I have something to tell you. This just happened. Which is so like, good. And amazing. he's like, I'm telling you because I care about you and I want to, like, keep seeing you. And like, yeah, that's what you do. It's just like, good for you. You know? I was rooting yes. for him. And he was like, so silly and funny. I was charmed. Yes. Um, and you know, yeah, I just, I like a guy who's like, listen, I only, you know what the, you know what line got me? And from then on, I was like, okay, I'm in, I'm fully in, all, all my chips are in. Mm-hmm. When he was like, Russell Brand was like, why don't you do like Sarah and Rachel? Mm-hmm. He, and then he was like, no, I don't think I can do that. I'm just like, not sexually competent enough to handle two women and yeah. you know i just want one one woman i'm good with just one i was like i love that he knows himself i love it it's amazing he knows himself and, and you he guys only yeah. wants one person good yeah you guys are i like compatible that. because you both hate thruples, thruples. <laughs> as yeah. we discussed we yeah. discussed this before the podcast i also i need to also put in i don't like thruples either i don't want to make it really? sound like i'm into thruples yeah I'm not. that's not like that's fine you can be into thruples i think i know i can but i just want like on, almost on being the record too. i just want to say that yeah. i'm not into that I just like personally i think it's too much polygamy i think it's just too many people and like too many chefs in the kitchen or whatever cooks in the mm-hmm. cooks in the house you know whatever housekeepers in the just, bedroom whatever i don't I know that I, I don't think I could ever find two people that I liked equally right enough to be in that I can situation. Find one. I yeah. haven't found one. I'm like I have one right now, and that I'm is, at capacity. I'm I am Fully at capacity. Booked. I'm like I am literally. I'm no. I'm no time for any anything other than my like, boyfriend and my two friends. What if you want to like break up with one of the persons in the throuples, but then you not, have to have like a throuple meeting <sighs> and then be like, Hey, so, so I hate you now, but I do want to stay with Jackson, the other person. I don't like you very much, but Julia, I, I really like you. So, uh, so what, Julia do, and what I do you guys go think? Off and do our own thing. I think you should leave Jackson. I don't know why their names are J's. Just came to me, but that seems awkward and and like double the heartbreak for that one person. Yeah, and then the other person, like the person that you like, the one person that you like, they have to decide. They have to also not like the person that you don't like, right? Yeah, Yeah, they they have have to to be like they have to pick if they don't which one they like better. Like, it just seems like you're adding a lot of unnecessary problems into the equation. Like, is your relationship not difficult enough? Are you just, like, in a relationship with one person and you're like, man, I'm not dealing with enough challenges. (laughs) I want to double this. Like, I've never, ever felt that. Yeah. I've never been in a relationship and been like, you know what would make this even better? 
if another dude was here. <laughs> no. Yeah. I would like, you know what makes this better? If this guy that I'm dating left, that's usually what the answer is. Um, so, yeah. Thruples. That's like, a no from you know, us. I hate, I, I hate to be so like conservative. I think the more I grow up and, and figure things out, the more I'm disappointed with myself that I'm not fun and crazy and cool. I'm not like, yeah, I'll do polygamy, whatever. I'm just like, fucking no. no. Like, I have enough on my plate. I don't even... <sighs> I don't want to do that. No. That's just too much. I don't enjoy other people's company enough. Yeah. And I'm tired. And you're supposed to be just like that one person I really like that I can go home to. So yeah. can you not bring everyone else into this mix? Like, that's just going to complicate things. And chances are I'll literally hate them because that's what that happens a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so so that's that. So are just a no-no. And yeah, you're 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 throubling the amount of problems you have. Literally, <laughs> I thought of that. Yeah, <sighs> and yeah. So Peter in this movie agrees with us. He knows um, himself, and he agrees, and I I respect that. I really like that about him. Yeah. Um, the first note I have on my little like notes app for this movie was three penis shots in the first five minutes. Yes, which is true. I counted them. That was a little traumatic, but it was also funny. Yeah, I didn't expect... We were warned, obviously, about the penis shots. But yeah. I wasn't ready for them so soon in the movie. So yeah, immediately. and it's just such a bold move. Like, I love that they did that. Is that his real penis? Or did they do that thing in Wolf of Wall Street with Jonah Hill? Where they no, gave him a fake I think dick? that has to be his real penis. Because it's, like, fully on really? there. Like, it's, like, really there. <laughs> wait, wait, what do you mean fully on there? Like, was in- Jonah Jonah Hill's Wolf of Wall Street not really there. No, but it wasn't <laughs> like a full frontal shot. It was like his dick was like swinging or something, right? And oh, right. It was we like coming like, out of pants, wasn't it? Yeah. So that could obviously be fake, but this would have been really hard to fake. Okay, I'm going to look it up. Let's wait. Is that Jason Siegel's real penis in... <laughs> I don't want anyone to search my history. <laughs> <laughs> You're so like, please tell me. Real penis in forgetting. Jesus, why does it have to be this long? I'm typing with one hand. Sarah Marshall. All right. Let's see. <sighs> okay, well, this one says... Uh, from EW.com. Jason Siegel was one of the first to exploit male nudity in a film. Yeah, Okay. <laughs> Uh, Jason Siegel's mom cried at his penis in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. That sounds real to me. Uh, Why is she crying? I think she was just like, not my boy. My boy is corrupt. He's exploited himself on television. Everyone will see this. So it's just a penis. Um, Nobody cares about penises. Okay. All of them are about his mom crying, except for this article that said, Fans yelling at Jason Siegel. Show your dick. That was, that's the title. Oh. <laughs> that's the article. Okay, that's yeah. We don't need to know anymore. Um, dude, I don't know. No one's telling me the truth, and it's really hurting my feelings. I'm assuming it's his real penis, though. Yeah, me too. I don't think his mom would be crying otherwise. Yeah, exactly. We can, you know, do some thinking here and be like yeah mm-hmm. okay what 
Much of the movie is pulled from Jason Siegel's own life. He wrote it. Um, I didn't tell you so that before. you're telling me that he wanted to write a Dracula puppet musical? <laughs> Maybe he did. I mean, where does someone get that idea? Yeah, right? it's so it has random. To be real. Yeah, that it's like he probably did want to make something like that. So, wow. So it's a biopic uh, <laughs> about Jason Segel. Okay, someone who is this? I don't know who's talking here, but um, maybe the director who wasn't Judd Apatow, which is Judd Apatow was a producer on this film with many others. So I yeah. think that's like the the Juddness of this movie was diluted by everyone else's influence, and it wasn't directly directed by him, which mm-hmm. is why I like it. I'm trying to come to terms with this. Um, yeah. So. This says, Jason and I were talking about the script, and he said he thought it would be funny if he showed his penis in the opening. (laughs) (laughs) Recalls director Nicholas Stoller. Men are so funny. (laughs) He's just like, like, okay, what if? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay, I think it would be funny if I show my dick in in the opening scene, like right away. Like right away. He's like, okay, 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 Nick, Nick, Nick. Listen, listen. <laughs> what if okay well, uh, okay okay you have to promise me if i say this you have to let me put it in please 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 okay i i think it would be funny if i had my dick out in the opening scene yeah and then uh, nicholas stoller goes on to say i was like i don't think you can do that i literally just didn't think you could do it and then in this meeting at Universal, he said, I really think it would be funny if I did a full frontal scene in that oh, <laughs> in the opening. And everyone laughed. And I was like, oh, I guess you can do that. I guess you can do that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That's so, amazing. It was... He's a trailblazer. Revolutionary for its time. Because yeah. no one was really doing that before. And we need... I don't know why there isn't more of that. I don't know why we're being so shy about showing our willies on screen. <laughs> You guys say you're all these like tough men and you talk about your yeah. dick so much. Show them then. Show me. <laughs> Show me your dick then. I don't mean like in per- I don't want dick pics. <laughs> like, no, on like don't whip it out, but like don't whip it on public or like unsolicited dick pics. But like you want to talk about it so much. You're talking a big game on the, in this movie. Why don't you just fucking show it on the big let screen? Me see it. Huh? Yeah. Let everyone see it. Huh? How about now? Huh? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, so it said much of the movie is based on Jason Siegel's own life. Uh, just the, yeah, so the naked split was pulled from Siegel's own love life. So him breaking, getting broken up with while he's naked in the opening scene, that happened to Jason Siegel in real life. No. <laughs> which is so unfortunate. That's awful. Um, they initially stayed even more faithful to the actual events than the final on screen product. Quote, there was a part that we ended up cutting from the script. This is what actually happened, where he chose the outfit that, as he put it, he'd be broken up in. So he was, like, naked. He's like, wait, I have to choose an outfit. No. This is, this is, this is the only considerable appropriate outfit to get broken up in. Oh, my God. So he was, like, picking a shirt that his girlfriend at the time had bought for him to make her feel really bad. <laughs> but it just slowed down the scene, so we ended up yeah. getting it. But that's funny that Jason Siegel actually did that in real he life. He was like, wait, holds one. He's like, I wait, need this to will make turn you change your look. mind. Remember this shirt? <laughs> Baby, you bought it for me, remember? 
remember? She's like, uh, I don't care. I'm breaking up with you. Um, yeah. So when it came to filming that scene, Jason Siegel was mainly nervous that his wiener, he wanted his wiener to look normal. It says, and they use the word wiener. <laughs> um, which in a very cold stage is hard to achieve. So he just, he just wanted it to look natural, but natural, it was really cold. Not strong. So not tiny. He was like, please, everybody, my dick is not this small. Please, please, please this is please. really cold. Anyways, yeah. so they had to set up a private room where Jason Siegel will get his wiener looking normal. <laughs> um, this is so and funny. Kristen and the director would just wait until he'd yell, okay, I'm ready. And then I'd say action and he'd run out and do the scene. This is like, I, what I would give this to is work such on a, this set. a clear image. I know. I'm, I can I'm getting see, it. I can picture him running Crystal clear. I know. With his wiener out, looking all normal. <laughs> Kristen Bell added about the shooting experience. Jason psyched himself up to doing it, and he really owned the fact that he did bite it and that he was going to go through with it. Because I'm sure on the day it felt so much more vulnerable than when he wrote it at his house the previous year. Mm -hmm. That was one of the last scenes we shot in the film. So mm -hmm. we were all very comfortable with each other. That's and good. Although the beginning of the day was vulnerable. It was apparent that we were all friends because by the time we moved on from close-ups, Jason was still naked and I didn't realize it. <laughs> <laughs> so they were like, we're like cut. And he was just still just naked. Chilling. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, this is incredible. <gasps> Hi, cat. Hello, Clover. Mm. Can you hear her purring? So yeah, that I guess con confirms it. It is his natural dick because he had to warm it up. He had to make it look normal. Oh boy. Okay. Well, glad we settled that penis conundrum. Penis quandary <laughs> query. Wiener wonder. There's, there's so many good titles. For the episode in this, <laughs> I know. This time, I don't know which one we're gonna go with. There's just Wiener Wonder. That is a really good one. I also wanted like to jetting. talk about the line um, that Russell Brand says when he's leaving the resort. He's like, "Yeah, I really oh, one one my week God. was like way too much." with sarah like i just oh my god like it's not for me he was like it's like i, I don't want to say hitler but like it was like a holiday with hitler <laughs> i love it like i don't uh, i don't want to say hitler you said it you yeah just i don't want to say it, hitler so. but like holiday with hitler that's but like literally like. holidaying with hitler yeah. adolf hitler um okay oh my god that made me this sounds lose like it. a stupid movie i want, I want a hitler. real movie to be calling holiday i want it to be called holiday with hitler and it would be like a jojo rabbit-esque yes movie where it was like this weird comedy and a funny hitler but like you won't make it anti-semitic yes not that jojo rabbit was anti-semitic just to be like there's a fine line yeah we gotta we gotta be yeah mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah that was really funny russell brand 
I was not as upset with him as I usually am when I just look at him. Yeah, his, his surprisingly enough, when he started like, talking, I liked him more. Mm-hmm. He's sorry, like, I, I cut you off. He's just like kind of silly. Like he's not really a scary guy because he's just kind of silly, and his accent is so funny. silly. And and he just yeah. doesn't give a shit about anything, which is like nice. Mm-hmm. It's very like free, and I'm like, this is fun. You're a nice person. At the start, again. Yeah. But you're also a dick, and you're stupid. Yeah. But he was an entertaining character to have around, for sure. Yeah, definitely. I did make a note of one um, instance of jutting. Right. So the only married couple we have in this movie is very unhappy in their marriage for most of the movie. But then they figure um, it out. But but then they figure it out, which I really thought they weren't going to. Same. But I'm happy that they did. Because when I was like, oh, of course the one married couple is like miserable with each other. That's a very Judd Apatow yeah. move. But it's just because they but, don't know how to have sex. Do you think it's Judd Apatow or Apatow? I say Apatow. Apatow? Sorry. I say Apatow. <laughs> How to say <laughs> Judd doing research on the job. Okay, wait. One sec. Okay. Judd Apatow. Yeah. That's what I thought. Bitch. <laughs> I'm keeping that in. <laughs> I think you should. Judd Apatow. Judd Apatow. I like her little voice. I know. Say it again. All right. What were you say it you again? Say? Judd Apatow. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> to hear it. Um, say it again. Uh, what I was going to say. Yeah, no, that was really the only instance of uh, judding in this movie, which is awesome. Um, awesome. And then they learn how to have sex and then they're That is really happy. disturbing and funny. Yeah, that those whole scenes scene. were so funny. It was ridiculous. That's the thing. This whole movie is just like, for 2008, it's surprisingly not homophobic or sexist or like anything like that. Like, Mm -hmm. no one said the F slur. It's crazy. No one called anything gay. Yeah. And it was like, no one was like women, right? Like, yeah. there was, like, maybe, there was, like, oh, not even, really. The whole marriage thing was, like, a whole other other thing. But yeah, no that one was, like, a, yeah, a whole other No issue. one was calling, other than, okay, other than Russell Brand calling Sarah Marshall Hitler, there wasn't much, like, <laughs> that bitch is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Our standards are so low. Yeah, but I mean, Sarah was um, a little Hitler-like. Okay? A little. She's manipulative. She's not a great person. She's not a great she person. She really got on my nerves. She's all over the place. So, yeah, there was that. Remember the Hawaiian name part with Paul Rudd? Oh, it was like, what's your Hawaiian name? You just go online and do the Hawaiian name generator. <laughs> That was funny because, like, a real white person would do that for real. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, is this kind of like offensive what we're doing here? But I'm like, yeah, it is. And, and it it's is. supposed and to be. White people are offensive. That's. And white people who go live in Hawaii sometimes aren't the best people. Yeah. 
Sometimes oh I just God. don't know about Polynesian culture and just say, your Hawaiian name is Punani. Um, <laughs> uh, with, who gave you the authority? Excuse me? Do you know what that word is? What? <laughs> yeah, but Paul Rudd, we need to talk about his character. Yeah, I almost forgot about him. He's so stupid. I love his character. It's amazing. He He's has, so like, two brain cells. Literally. It's, like, awesome. This is one of my favorite characters of his. <laughs> and I don't even know what it is. It's just... He's just so tanned and so stupid and so, like, yes. whatever, bro. Shaka. Like, whatever. Yeah. Mahalo. And, and then he's, he's just, like, like, living. He's like, well, I don't really, like, define myself in terms of like age and numbers but i guess <laughs> if you had to say it i would be 44 whoa, whoa. <laughs> like, i just love it shut up dude he's so annoying but so great and like he's teaching jason siegel how to surf and he's like just like teaching do nothing not, bro teaching yeah, is, teaching not is like word. very generous he's just he's not even he's trying to teach him, but it's so bad. He's like, "All right, so just get pop up, pop up on the board, but like do nothing, like, but nothing. like do, do nothing. nothing. You're doing too much. No, yeah, pop up. No, just that was pop, way just too feel much. It. Just pop up, dude. Do nothing. No, just do nothing. Okay, well now you're just doing nothing. You need to do something. You need to do something <laughs> more than that. You need a little bit more than that. Yeah, so. it was so funny to watch. I loved that, and yeah, I love how he almost. Oh, no, it wasn't him. It was Russell Brand who almost died and got that coral stuck oh, in his leg. Oh, my God. I was, like, so ready for him to die. I think if I was directing this movie, I'd be like, kill him. Do it. Why not? <laughs> Why the hell not? Yeah. Shock the audience, you know? No yeah. one thinks there's going to be a death. And then Paul Rudd's character is just like, oh, no. Yikes. And yeah. he's, like, not doing like, Dude, help him. He's like, ah, no, I can't really do that. Like, insurance and stuff, so. Yeah. And they're like, call okay, somebody go then. call he's someone. Like, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, now. <laughs> he's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I will. Cool. And when they're, like, at the bar and Paul Rudd's, like, talking about Mila Kunis's ex-boyfriend, yeah. uh, <laughs> he's like, yeah, like, I saw someone uh, beat him up with a starfish he got yeah it, he got he beat someone up with us with a starfish oh yeah he beat he's like yeah i saw him beat someone up with a starfish that guy was me <laughs> <laughs> that was him it's that like damn you got beaten up with a starfish that's so that cool so funny i love that Aww, he's just paul. so great paul rudd love him great everyone was like funny and great i don't fucking mm. remember christian wig being in this yeah what, what? the fuck christian wig <laughs> christian wig in forgetting sarah marshall yeah what i also love favorite scene oh, i loved all yeah, the uh, all the um mocking of russell brand's accent in this yeah movie. that was Amazing. Another and Paul Rudd line. You sound like you're from London. <laughs> <laughs> While he's like writhing Dying, on the ground yeah. in pain. That was so funny. Oh, you sound like you're from London. <laughs> I literally like that. It was terrible. <laughs> I don't even know what he was trying to 
<laughs> come across that. Like, I... It was oof. incredible. Okay, she was in the movie. What? Where? Do you remember... Whoa. Huh? Was I looking down at this point or something? Do you remember any of the characters doing yoga? No. Or like Tai Chi or something? No. She's a fucking yoga instructor. And I don't remember seeing her, so... Yeah, I, think I don't think that's We didn't real. get that. Maybe it was only the U.S. release. Maybe. What? That's fucking weird. I totally didn't... Uh, there was no scene. Wait... We didn't watch the unrated cut. <gasps> what? I want to watch the unrated cut. What did I miss? We we missed Kristen Wig. That's what we missed, yeah. So it said 15 things you probably didn't know about forgetting Sarah Marshall. Ooh, okay, I'm just going to read these because I think they're going to be funny. Okay. Okay, number one. While Jason Siegel provides all his nudity without a body double... The topless picture of Mila Kunis is a result of some digital trickery. I figured. Yeah. That was kind of like, I was like, yeah. Yeah, those probably are not her real boobies. Oh my god, okay. The scene where they're having dinner all together, like Sarah Marshall and her new beau and Rachel and Peter. That scene... When they're talking about, they're like ripping on Sarah Marshall's like film, yes. the one where like the phone kills people. <laughs> that was and then so funny. Jason Siegel's like, oh, this is literally a scene from it, and he's like, all right, ring, ring, hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was so, so funny. good. The comedic timing on that was amazing, and I will <laughs> be watching it again just for that. Um, so the movie that they're talking about is actually they're making fun of Kristen Bell's 2006 real horror movie called Pulse, which has a similar presence. Okay, next oh movie my God. on the podcast. Yes. I'm like, I was going to say earlier, I feel like we should embark on a journey to f- watch m- terrible movies until we send one to hell like i feel like we need to let's do it try like try really hard to find a movie to send to hell let's do it okay this episode episode 44 this officially marks our quest for sending a movie to hell yes we will intentionally pick movies that we think have a good chance of going to hell i really thought that i had this one so i know and i think this is gonna be difficult because, yeah, because we like a lot of things. Because we like a lot of bad movies. So, I don't know. I yeah. don't know. Anyway, <gasps> well, yeah, that movie sounds terrible. Pulse. Yeah, the Pulse movie doesn't sound great. Um, hmm, yeah. What was I looking for originally? I don't know. Oh, you were also, like, the whoever, the guy, Lyle was his name or something, the music person on this movie, mm-hmm. the stupid song <laughs> inside of you was really funny. <laughs> it was very funny and smart. And I'm like, wow, I love that. Is awesome. It was a, the perfect song to end on. It was really brought oh, it all a together. Fun fact. 
The initial promotion of the film involved billboards with the words, I hate Sarah Marshall and you suck Sarah Marshall, which mm. actually ended up as upsetting real Sarah Marshalls in the U.S. In particular... <laughs> In particular, a 70-year-old woman from New York City said, I'm very, very upset. I'm an old woman. It's today's lingo and today's jargon, but it's a little rough for my taste. Oh. I love her. She's uh, a queen, yeah. Icon. That's so funny. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I love how she's taking a stand. She's like, uh, that she's is not like, how we would talk back uh, in my day. That's considered rude. That is rude. You don't yeah, even know I me. I will not stand for it. So yeah, in the unrated cut, Kristen Wiig has a cameo role as a yoga instructor who takes a liking to Aldous Snow. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, and just in case, you know, you want to help me write a movie script, this is some advice from Judd Apatow. Okay. (sighs) This is what he says. He told Jason Siegel, I want the first draft you give me to be a drama. We'll make it funny. It's going to be funny because we're funny. <laughs> He's kind of tooting his own horn. Yeah, what? He's like, okay, you write a drama, and then I'm just going to make it hilarious because I'm, like, super hilarious and I'm funny, like, and everyone so loves funny. me. So I'll write you a drama, and you make it funny. Yeah, so Jason Siegel was told, yeah, like, give me a drama. And then Judd was like, I'm going to make it funny because I'm funny and I'm going to add jokes and the people we cast will be funny. The reason people will see it and see it again or connect to it is because there's an underlying drama. This is true. Yeah, that's true. You do need some drama. He has some points. I would love to meet the man someday so I can really settle my feelings for him. And I mean that not like feelings for him romantically. I mean like this like insidious feeling I have for him. Yeah, like, should you hate him or not? Mm-hmm. Is he a good person or not? Is he? Does he love Which, his family of course or we not? Would, yeah, we would be able to ascertain from just one meeting. I think obviously. so, too. I just think, okay, so. well, listen, like, if if Paul Rudd's hanging out with him and doing all his movies, he's got to be somewhat I know, and, like, good. he's friends with a lot of fun people. Fun and seemingly good I, people that I, I like, yeah. so. And, you know, his yeah. daughters seem like they really love him. Which is crazy. And they seem like decent people, which is a they good do. sign. Because, and his wife you know. is lovely. It's like I love, I love his whole family, just not him. So hard. Um, so hard, yeah. It's difficult. Yeah. Oh, to live this oh my life. God. What, what, what? I found this out mid-watching the movie, and I gasped out loud, and I was going to tell you, but I thought I'd save it for the podcast. MGK and Megan okay. Fox are engaged. Oh, <laughs> what's that reaction? I'm like, it's like, it's not a surprise. No, I know. I just think when I know celebrities I are together, kind of, I'm like, I kind wow. of expected them to break up before they got to that point. I know me too. <laughs> she did and say. And now people, they're never going to hear the end of like, they're just copying Courtney and Travis. Like. Oh my God, you're right. Yeah, that's immediately what I thought of when I saw like Vogue posted or something and they were like, congrats. I was like, oh, this is, they just, this is just like Courtney and Travis. Yeah. Yeah, uh, They're always compared anyways. So I guess you're like, fuck it. We'll just get compared more. But like, 
yeah, how they haven't been dating that long. But whatever. Yeah, I don't even know how long. Like, it's probably, like, not more than two years or something. Yeah, I wouldn't say more than two years. But she did say at the VMAs when she was, like, introducing MGK and Travis Barker with Kourtney Kardashian, she was like, and shout out to our future baby daddies. And, like, introduce them. I'm sure Courtney was like, what the fuck? I have three kids, dude. Yeah, what? <laughs> Who said anything about babies? Like, maybe you, but not me. That is so insane. I know. So I was like, oh, damn, she's serious about MGK. Like, she's all right. serious. So, yeah, yeah it's they're clear married. that they're serious. I mean, yeah, I know, I know. I just, I, I thought they were, like, passionate serious, you know? When you're just, like, obsessed with someone and you go, like, yeah, full tilt. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I th- I feel like they're still, like, obsessed uh, with like, each other. Yeah, and like I feel like it might fade. Honestly, but they're both so crazy and weird. It might work because it of might that, work. Though, yeah. I could see them just, like, weirdly lasting because they're insane. And they're both, yeah. like, just fucking weirdos who found each other. And just, like, the, their interviews and the way they talk to each other, I'm like, no one else wants to talk to people like this except you guys. That's true. I Yeah, I think they are very I would hate to have a conversation compatible. with either of you, honestly. I love Megan Fox, but if I, it, if I was having that sort of conversation where it was like, you, I am weed. It's like, no. Yeah, it's like, no. I actually would I'm tap actually out of life if I, if I had to do that. So, no. So yeah. maybe they're just meant for each other because they're just both crazy weirdos. <sighs> what do you think about Kurt and Kardashian and Travis Barker's engagement? I'm like, okay. Yeah, I don't really give a shit, but I'm, I was like, man. I don't really give a shit. I'm like, knowing Courtney, I don't know if it's going to last that long. Yeah, I know. Knowing Courtney because the, personally? Knowing, knowing the Kardashians in general, from they like don't one season of their- think about it. <laughs> that far they don't seem to give it enough time before they get married yeah, i don't think they do but and i mean it's probably also very complicated getting married when you're that famous and that I know. they've rich. been friends for a really long time which is a good sign that's yeah they're like friends and neighbors so i was like oh that's good i like that and whatever yeah i'm like if you had to vote on which couple would last longest i would say courtney and travis Weirdly, yeah. I don't know why. Weirdly, me too. They just seem like they were like friends for a really long time, and mm-hmm. like they have this good like understanding of each other and respect for each other. Mm-hmm. Um, which I don't think she really had with Scott. I don't know if there was much respect going on there. No, there wasn't. I don't think they were. She didn't really respect him. He really. didn't really respect her. Like, there was a lot of cheating. Yeah, they're and, like, they speak different languages, I think. Like, they just did yeah. not, they weren't able to understand each other. I love how we're going so deep into this right now. <laughs> really um, psychoanalyzing the Kardashians. But yeah, um, if news came out <laughs> in like a year's time that MGK and Megan, I was going to say Megan Merkel. <laughs> That would be crazy. That would be crazy. <laughs> what a pair. What if, they what if Meghan Markle they switched divorced Megan. Prince Harry and her rebound was MGK? Went with, that would be crazy. And then Meghan Fox went for Prince Harry. Damn. It's like, 
it. It's like this like switch. Damn. I want that to be a movie. The Megan switch. Yeah. And they like do this little wife swap thing. I love it. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> if like in a year they were like MGK and Megan Fox split, I'd be like, yeah, that sucks. But like, that makes sense somehow. Like, you know what I mean? You know when people, yeah. you know when couples split and you're just like, uh-huh. Yeah. You're like, you, well. You, could, you take it like, okay, yeah, I kind of saw that coming. Like, sure. You know? Yeah, definitely. But like, if it was like Courtney and Travis, I'd be like, oof, ouch. What yeah, happened I'd there? Like, oh, that kind of sucks. Yeah. Damn. I'm like, whoa. Something pretty serious had to go on to ruin like not only your engagement, but like this like long lasting friendship that you've had with them. So. Yeah. That's my two cents. Uh, anyway, this movie, Back to the movie? goes to heaven. Yeah, this me. movie does go to oh, fucking butts. It goes to heaven, and it's not because yeah. of Judd Apatow. It's because of Jason Siegel. He wrote a funny thing, and, and he yeah. wrote a good drama. And the director Nicholas Stoller, he did a good the job. Cast. I guess the what cast else is really done? good. Nicholas Stoller, not a household name. He has done Neighbors and Neighbors Two. Have you seen that? I think I saw the first Neighbors like a I think I saw really both of them. really long time ago, and I, I was felt, like, like wow. pretty good about them. I was like, this isn't really that funny, but I was like, whatever, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, um, he did Yes Man, okay, <laughs> Zoolander two, all right, all right, all right. Um, The Muppets two thousand eleven. Fun with Dick and Jane, 2005. That's kind of a funny movie. My parents like that movie, so. Sex He's tape, 2014. The five year engagement and okay. get him to Greek. Okay. Damn. Um, and before we, before we wrap this up completely, shout out to Jonah Hill. Love you, baby. You're funny as hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was ridiculous in this. He was so good in this. <laughs> it's like he like is a waiter and he picks up Jason Siegel's character's plate because he thinks he's done. And then Jason Siegel's but like, he's uh, literally eating <laughs> off the plate. I know, I know he's eating off it's the plate insane. and he takes it while he's eating. And then Jason Siegel's like, uh, actually I'm not done. I like, I literally just started. And he's like, oh, I just guess I'll go fuck myself then. And then. <laughs> And then Jason Siegel's character is like, what? And he's like, mahalo. <laughs> I meant mahalo. <laughs> I just love uh, it. He's so funny. And I think Jason, yeah. I think, um, sorry, Jonah Hill. I would like to meet him. He seems like a fun Same. person. And you know, mm-hmm. he seems to have a sensitive soul. And I like that about him. Um, okay. I think he does poetry. If he did, I wouldn't be surprised. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you we- think? I do, but we need to wrap this up, girl. He does. He does slam poetry. Wait, no, that's from 22 Jump Street. That's Cynthia. I died. Sin. Sin. Cynthia. That's a good movie. Yeah. That's okay, funny. never mind. He doesn't do poetry. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. All right. Thanks. Unfortunately, this movie goes to heaven. We have failed on our first attempt to find a movie to go a to hell. failed mission. Join us next week. (laughs) It's my turn. Join us next week (laughs) as Alexa takes on the dangerous feat of trying to find a movie that goes to hell. It'll be the first movie to go to hell since, like, Ghosts of Girlfriends Past. Yeah. Which is, like, crazy. Jesus. 
or I think it was Saturday Night Fever. Saturday Night was the Fever. Last one. But that was like yeah. episode what, like eleven? Yeah, it was really early on. <laughs> it's crazy. The way we just love all movies. Ugh. The Ugh. way I just can't get over it. I'm like the way that we reviewed. He's the man. Is that no? He not. He's the man. He. What is it? He's, he's all, all that. that. The way we reviewed. He's all that, and it got to heaven. Fucking. Wow. I know it's insane. I can't get over that. Um. Yeah. Tune in next week to hear the next movie, and if it's gonna be a banger or a wanger. Ew. Okay. <laughs> I just did. I wanted something to rhyme. All okay. Right. Uh, all right. See you later. Okay. Well, you can follow us. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I was like, should I do it? Or you should do it. I feel like I talk so much. And so I'm like, you can go, but it's not a fun part. So, but you should follow us because it is fun. I'm making it sound not fun and it's fun. So follow us on, uh, at film gods dot podcast on Instagram. And oh my God, hi Clover. Instagram and TikTok. And also Film Gods Pod on Twitter. And our Instagram is the most active, so just go there. Um, but yeah. also you should definitely subscribe to this podcast and pretty please uh, leave a rating and a review because that'll make me happy. And I'm sure you don't want to make us sad, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> make us happy. Right. <laughs> well, <laughs> thanks for stopping in. If you mm-hmm. made it this far, um, we love you and we are going to kiss you. Goodbye. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>